Hi there, this is Tony Reese, and welcome to Humanize Profit. And as always, I am here with Craig Poole. Hi, Craig. Hi, Tony. How are you? I'm just great today. How yeah. are you? Outstanding. Outstanding. I like that word. Now, I just want to let everybody know who you are. You are the president of Reading Hospitality Management Group and the Doubletree by Hilton Reading, correct? Right. Yeah. Right. All right. So we've been kind of laying out the groundwork for this amazing strategy that you use every day um, around the word profit, and it's about humanizing profit. And we've talked about performance and resilience and how opportunities drive profit, freedom, which I loved. And today we're going to talk about innovation. And if anybody (laughs) is innovative in my book, Mm -hmm. it's you. Thank you. So tell me how innovation can drive profit. Right. Well, I'll just take what happened this morning at the hotel. We have a very busy hotel, and we're thankful for that. And we looked at spaces, like we're running out of a certain space to make income, more income. And we have these big shows coming to Santander Arena and the SPAC. And we have, we have the Jazz Festival coming up, and we have a lot of weekends where there's a lot of compression on the building, and they're trying to get into people are going to other events, and they're coming into Cheers to eat dinners or lunches, and it's hard to get in. And I don't want it to be hard for people to come here. I want them to always be able to return. I want to take away the pain of not making a reservation. Because once you get here, you don't get a chance to eat anywhere. So I thought we better find another space for more people to come in so they have more opportunity to eat before a show or after a show. So today we are reimagining and innovating the lobby which we turned into a bar during big functions. And we have two or three bars out there getting people drinks, but we're not getting them food because we can't get them out of the kitchen. So today we're setting up and we're diagramming out um, how do we do a pop-up restaurant in the hotel. Very cool. Yeah, because we thought a pop-up restaurant would satisfy everybody. Plus we'd still be selling our liquor to other people. But it'd be one more additional piece that that we're trying to provide as the city is trying to build more restaurants downtown, we have to continue to create success for the city and the arena around us, and of course the hotel. So we have invented a, uh, a pop-up pasta buffet, a pasta bar, which we use for another banquet. We're just kind of bringing it over and dropping it into the lobby, and we're gonna make an Italian buff- restaurant. It'll be a pop-up restaurant, it'll be in that day, and then it goes away that day. But we're also looking at that. How do we turn it into a pop-up sandwich, like a New York deli? Or how do we fit into the market that's here so people have a greater experience? So what we learned is that if 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 you're not innovative, you'll continue to do the same things that you do. And people say, wow, I don't feel like going there. I've had that same salad every time, whether it's 100 salads on the menu or not. They have that one, and they say, I don't want to go back. But they always know there's something innovative going on, another twist, another uh, something in the air. When you walk into the hotel, they're going to want to buy it, and they're going to want to come there and tell their friends and um, hopefully spend their money with us. It'll create more employment for us. It'll create a new memorable experience. Well, it, it also would stretch the talent and strengths of your staff by saying, okay, today 
we're going to create a restaurant experience in the lobby of our hotel. Right. So now, so you've already spoke about resilience. So people have to go, well, that wasn't my plan for Tuesday, but okay, I've got to bounce into this idea, this innovative idea. So those go hand in hand. You're creating an opportunity for people to stretch their wings a little bit, not only internally with your staff, but externally. You're creating an opportunity and experience for external customers to come in and experience something different. And it's really, gosh, it's just putting the performance of the hotel on a whole new level. Yeah. It all fits together. It does. So if you could really succinctly say, how does it impact in all of those areas, profit? Great. We're doing an ROI on it to make sure that it that it will balance. We we know that it's empty space. Well, it has space with people drinking now, but if we can add another twenty dollars per table or twenty or per seat, on um, you know, it's, you're reaching maximum income, and you're not you're not you don't have any any other overhead over it. So you're able to pass this on and create this place where people want to come back, and profits made when people want to come back more often. You can make. We might not make as much profit that night. We may or may not. We don't know yet. But we do know that if people continue to come back, you will make more profit because you have more income and you have more people coming in the doors. So there is a, a, a risk to being innovative. There's a risk. Um, one of the risks is it's hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my meeting with everybody today. We, um, this is not easy. It's a good idea. And innovation is always a good idea. Doing it is called work and work if you just do lazy work you're going to have a lazy innovative idea so you have to make it hard and push it and it throws some people off but that's okay because as you're as you're growing people and you're growing your business hard work is good work and it's what separates you from the lazy work and hard work creates more value and more returning people and and more profit what a great way to describe uh, humanizing profit by using your staff, taking an idea, in being innovative, pushing them harder, for them to think harder, for them to do more and to just rise above mediocrity. Right, right. And the other key with this, um, when I'm telling this story to, pe- to the people this morning that work there, I'm watching who got, who who's enthusiastic, who has a fire in the belly, and who doesn't. Who looked like they don't want it to work, who looks like it's too much work, and who wants to, to get in. I call that fire in the belly. So when I got done, I said uh, to certain people, I said, and you and you and you will be in charge of this because they're the ones that showed excitement to it. And the other ones I didn't because I'm not going to waste my time on people that don't want to do something. So people that... If I forced somebody who did not want to participate in this, it wouldn't go because they've already decided it's too much work. But the other ones, the ones that were their eyes lit up and their personalities lit up, I give it to them. They want to work harder and will be successful. And they'll be the champions of that. And those other people will be the champions of something else that they're happy about. Right, right. So Boy, it does separate it, doesn't it? It does. But you've got to be, when you're innovative, you have to know that not everybody's going to agree with you. And you have to find the ones that do, and and then you get the job done. This just keeps getting better and better as far as I'm concerned. I would 
encourage everybody to pay attention to this because we're just going into the what's with outlining the strategy and going into the how's, how you know that someone's invested in, in this particular story, you know, and then how do you execute it and what was it like, what, was, what happened. All of that is going to be incredibly important information for those who also want to humanize profit. So thank you again. Thank you, Tony.